What you want, pineapple or uh, cranberry vanilla? Whatever you think is better. I don't have a fucking clue. Been a while since we recorded anything and put it out there for you guys, but uh, today we got Mr. Micah from Sometimes I Swear. Um, he decided he wanted to come in here. Well, we asked him to come in here uh, before this show on the 11th of August at Brickyard South. It's uh, Sometimes I Swear with T. Mason, the Bricklayers, and Corker. And if you don't know, me and Greg, we play in a band called Corker. So uh, this is just a little promotion of sorts. So hope you enjoy the conversation and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Feels like an interrogation table, except, except I think I should be on one side and y'all both staring at me. I don't think they put the interrogation. What, what would be the person being interrogated, Carl? Oh, well, I was going to use the word, a uh, terrorist would work. I was about to say we're here with Michael from Safe and Easy Action, but that's the old band. Hey, yeah, hey. No, I mean, you could say one. that. It yeah. still says I was in that band so at we're one here point. With Micah from Sometimes I Swear. Yeah, don't you love the long <laughs> band names? So stupid. <laughs> you need to have like the noun, the verb, the adjective, the adverb. Well, it started off as the natural state, but that one was stolen. So we had to come up with a new band name. So we got Safe and Easy Action. I'm talking about that band. Yeah. And that was thanks to some strap locks. Said safe, safe and easy. And easy action. It said safe and easy action system on it, and I put them on, and my SG fell, and I broke the headstock. <laughs> so that was the band name. Wow! Wow! Yeah, first day of practice. Damn, dude. So we're good. Yeah, we're we're rolling, man. All right. All right. Let's let's. Uh, real quick, on. real quick. All Wieners right. and wine or titties and beer? I don't know. I do like a good wine, man. But you got to take the wainers with it. Titties and beer, it is. Okay, okay. Just make it sure. I don't drink wine, so it's an easy one for me. I'm not judging if you choose the wine option. I should just make a bunch of breath noises in here. <laughs> so you just got to uh, fucking edit all that out. So, yeah, just here with Micah, no Trey. No Trey. Trey bailed out on me last minute. Is that, is that a normal thing? No, not really. Okay. Said some people were coming over some. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Okay. I don't really care. So All right. He'll get his due. We'll get him in here at some point. Yeah. All right. It's been a while since we've done a show, too, so we're a little out of practice. We're a little rusty. <laughs> There's no such thing as practice, yeah, bro. Yeah, the last one we had was a banger, so I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I listened to that one. It's just, it was like a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't have all that. I'm not as old as y'all. But you do. I'm <laughs> not as old as y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You are. 
Like, well, you're not as old as us, but you've been yeah, half the age, pal. Long. You're probably young when we were old doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that a lot too. Yeah. So, what you got so, for me? <laughs> so we, got, I got a few. So uh, sometimes I swear y'all are in the studio now or out of the studio now. Uh, we've never been in a studio. Studio is well, a, you're recording. A, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, it's a bedroom in my house. There you go. But I wouldn't say it's a real recording. We need a place to record. You got one? Talk to this right, here. right here. Yeah, because uh, all the drums on all the songs are me programming them. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's n- real drummers not there. I ain't got that many microphones. Right. Well, send them over here, bro. It's just a, a, a nominal fee. I don't. Uh, I ain't worried about that. All right. <laughs> I just have to ask my wife for an early allowance. <laughs> I just have to pay Sean. You know. That happens. Yeah. I mean, I, we could. I definitely I could, need somebody to mix and master because you, you hear I what I can do. Track. Oh, for sure. I, and I'm, and I'm then Sean could do whatever he does. Yeah, I have the the, the drum mics and everything else. And but there's a lot of guys you know that you're like quasi friends with, I guess, that could do that for you, man. Like you there he is, but half of them like back out. You know, they got more important shit going on than a well, shitty pop punk band. Volcano, uh, Travis Mason's studio. Yeah, we you could try Travis. Do yeah, dude. It sounds like y'all don't want to do it now. Y'all backing out on me already? No, 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 oh. no, no. I'm oh. just saying, like, come you've on, got, bro. You've got tons. You can of use my drum man. kit. Yeah, and I would, I would say this to you. As a guy who's recorded in this shed before, do it when it's colder outside. I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah, I mean, we don't put, we just keep calling everything a demo because nobody's on it. It's usually just 100% me. Sometimes the other guys play their part. But <laughs> so, so who all is in, sometimes I swear, you? Uh, me, Trey, Kevin Abshire, and Derek Johnson that we call Dick. Okay. That's it. All right. None of them have ever played anything. I mean, Trey has. He was in a couple of emo bands back in the day when he was like 12, 13. But nobody else has really played live. So where the other two come from? Uh, they kept showing up to safe and easy action band practices. And when they broke up, I kind of just stole them. Hmm. They were in a band and never played a show. But, you know, okay. they lived right around the corner from where we used to practice in Baker. So what happened to safe and easy action? <laughs> um, Jesus got involved. And took one member away. One died, and the other one got tired of playing music. The other one passed away? Yeah, one passed away, yeah. Who, who passed? Uh, Brandon Alcorn. He was also in a band called No Need for Armor, a couple of other metalcore bands and shit like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> it was kind of over before that happened, but, you know. Right. Yeah. Chris kind of. Right. I was going to ask you if there was any, like, you have some animosity or anything? No, like no, no. Me and Chris still write music. Okay. You know, he's in Florida now. We send shit back and forth. He was a funny guy. I'll oh, yeah, that, yeah, man. yeah. He was yeah. hilarious. He just plays in a church band now, and that's it. Do they know that his drumsticks used to be? I don't think so. No? I don't, I don't think so. No. And then Brandon, our bass player, you know. He might. He might. He might. He might. Micah knows what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so we're just leaving it at that then? Well, if you were there, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was great. Big floppy pink thing. Uh, okay. Played, <laughs> yeah, as a drumstick. Yeah. Yeah. Made good snare hits, man. Yeah. yeah. So he definitely doesn't break that out at his church gate. Probably not. Probably not. But they don't have balls on them, so it's not yeah, it's too just bad. The shaft. It's yeah. Just the shaft. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, Brandon just kind of gave it up, but he's talking about getting back into music, so I don't know. Everybody's got kids and stuff now, so. That's how it goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got three running around now. That's right. Three. Yeah. Three. Any of them play? No, they ain't old enough. The four-year-old wants to, and he's the oldest. <laughs> he plays drums, though. How old were you when you started? 
about a week before I started playing in the dark room at like 13. Seriously? Yeah. It's first time. Yeah, like I knew a chord. Uh. Yeah. And my buddy Phil, I was lying to him on the phone, said I knew how to play. I was playing like Kenny Wayne Shepherd in the background. He thought that was me. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, "Hey man, hey man, you should join join my band. It's going to be like an acoustic uh kind of tenacious D type thing." In. And then yeah, we started playing shows. <laughs> I learned like six chords in a week and started playing shows. What was your guitar? Um one of those DG Fender acoustics. Nice. It's got I still got it. It's got a big hole in it where I threw it at somebody, I don't know. <laughs> Darkroom person? No, no. Probably. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. For some reason some reason I super glued a zebra striped handkerchief on the top of it. So it sounds really good now. <laughs> cool. Dead as a motherfucker. Uh, yeah. yeah. You couldn't hear it between me. Yeah. Yeah. But I still got it. Sweet. It happens. So how'd you go from like a week out to to that show to like you were talking before we started the show you had a Gibson SG. Yeah. So how'd you go from like I know nothing about guitar, nothing about guitar, to I know a chord to I bought a really good guitar. Like, well, yeah, third I, I played with the acoustic till I was probably sixteen, and me and my buddy Brandon started up a band. I was playing bass, bought a SX bass or something. Yep. It's like a hundred bucks. Yep. The sweetest green color I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Still don't know what happened to it. And started playing bass in his band. Kids that color. We never did anything. Never could find a drummer. We had a bass player playing drums. And then I started working at Guitar Center. Bought a bunch of cool shit when I worked there. Well, Didn't y'all come in and <clears> buy <throat> Sean's White Les Paul for him there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I was there. Yep. He's probably still working the door I when that happened. We overlapped, I think, by a little bit. Me, you, yeah. and Ty. Yeah. Because me and Ty did the same thing you did. Yeah. I'm going to work there to get my gear. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was the operations. Yeah, I was the operations manager for like three years. Yeah. Damn. And you were doing, were you doing setups and stuff too? Uh, somewhat. Yeah. That was before they had the thing to do it. Yeah. But, yeah, I was doing it for people I knew. Yeah, because you went from like. Door guy. I was door guy, man. Yeah, man. I was door guy making $6 an hour. And six months later, I was running the warehouse. <laughs> That's the job too, man. That's the way. Sales sucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When they told me, <clears throat> we want to get you in guitar, I was like, no. I don't want to deal with that. I got to fade and make more money selling stuff that i make hourly to get up no i'm yep. good yeah i don't want none of that yep good for you man so i stayed in the warehouse and then that's how all the guitar guitar center bands we had a little circuit going on there i think everybody that worked there was in a band and we all played with each other five days a week somebody was always playing with somebody yeah, yeah. axes of evil was there yep um forget what band somatic portrait i think was the name of one of the bands was robbie rehab still there yeah he actually played he, a band. he played with safe and easy action for three shows really yeah early shows uh yeah mm-hmm. yeah he was third bass player okay. we finally got the fourth one and it kind of stuck for four or five years okay <laughs> i don't know if you remember our first bass player wayne big guy like 650 pounds jeez no i don't i mean so that's how the band started I was teaching Wayne how to play guitar, and Chris Moore was quitting Guitar Center. So I said, hey, since tomorrow's your last day, come over and give me some rhythm for this guy so I can kind of show him how to do it. And we wrote a song that night, and that's how the band started. But Chris Moore worked there too? Yeah. 
God, dog. Yeah, he was the FNG the whole time he was there, man. He never got rid of that name. He was there for like six months, and they still called him the fucking new guy all the time. <laughs> he had a spiky church hair. Yeah. And, church. yeah. It's just how it goes. <laughs> I mean, when you get stuck with that name, it's kind of hard. I don't even know how I got hired over there. I went to a group interview with 30 people. I was 10 minutes late wearing shorts and a T-shirt, and they hired me and John back. <clears throat> like this guy will probably work like for $6 Boogie, an hour. You, you know Boogie. Yeah. Boogie was in that interview. They, they passed over him. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, for, for sales guys, me and Ty talked about this. It's like, they say that they're all about the bands, but, like, hey, can I get this day off? And, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. But I got, like, six or seven people hired. So, Boogie Long not being a guitar center makes sense to me. Well, we hired him, like, two years later. <laughs> and then he was, he was yeah. good enough. <laughs> yeah, he was good enough two years later. But, like, my my current drummer, I got him a job at Guitar Center for a little while. He was in drums. Uh, guy named Jacob Roberts. I got a lot of people hired over there. My buddy Nelson, that dude was crazy. Nelson. He used to answer the phone going, uh, thanks for calling Guitar Center where I make your dreams come true. Like, all that. It was just he'd make up shit every time. <laughs> but he's dead too now. Oh, that motherfucker. Cocaine, bro. It's a hell of a drug, I hear. Well, it was the fentanyl in it, but oh, shit. it happens. But, you know. <clears throat> well. Oh, damn. Yeah, dude. That's a lot, real quick. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can go on tangents for. So hours. how many people do you think were in safe and easy action? Uh, one, two, three. I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> do you do you count a bass player that left and came back as the second guitar player? Sure. As two I'm, members I'm or one? Like, I'm looking at eight. That's just one. Let's go by name. Yeah. So we got we got Wayne, uh, Robbie. We had a guy named Goose that didn't even make it to a show. Yeah, that's when we were trying out second guitar players. Brandon, Brandon. Chris, Robbie, seven, five, yeah, seven, seven. Jeez, bro. But once we got up and going, it was me, Chris, and Brandon for the longest, and then Alcorn came back as a second guitar player. You know, all the swapping kind of happened in the first four months. Right. Because Wayne never learned how to play. We, we played clicks our second show, and I don't think he hit two notes right the whole time. It's amazing to me, like, they, so Safe and Easy Action, we played several shows with you oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were a thing. Yeah. They were, like, and I, I had no idea that all this this yeah. turmoil happened. Well, that's because you saw the set group. Yeah, you it guys was, were great, man. It was the set group. And how, how did y'all write music for No Fuego? Did Sean write everything? Did y'all all sit down together? Because that's one weird thing about Safe and Easy Action that I've never done before or after. So, I will say this, and I'm sure there'll be different answers for different people in No Fuego. Yeah. I will tell you this. If Sean Lee came to me and said, hey, man, this is a song, that is the song. Okay. We need to learn it and make parts for that song. Okay. If he said, hey, I have an idea for a song, oh. So, now he's got some, he's got like maybe a riff and some yeah. lyrics. Yeah. But he needs help filling it out. That's when we're like, okay, we're going to write this song together. Okay. So, so it, 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 it worked both ways. Presented. But you yeah. guys also had other people bringing shit to the right. table. Right, so like I would write songs yeah. and be like, man, I'm, I'm pretty close to this being an Little entire help, song. Remy would write songs. Yeah, well, I mean, if you've got the – what I'm saying is like you got the main idea. Yeah. They just fill in the tweaks and all that. Sure. But like Safe and Easy Action, every song was written at band practice. No homework. No homework. Wow. Somebody came up with a riff. We practiced every Wednesday – and every Sunday, from when I got off of work to about two in the morning, and if somebody wrote a cool riff, we figured it out till it was a whole song. 
Damn. Right then and there. I've never done that with any band before or after. I've never even heard of that, dude. That's like studio time is what Weezer it sounds style. like. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, we, we didn't have much to do, you know. <laughs> we just sit at uh, my brother-in-law's shop, concrete fucking building. You couldn't hear yourself after 10 minutes. And, yeah, we, that's how we wrote every song. That's insane. That's cool, though. There might be a time where we're like, Chris is like, I got this guitar lick or this one lyric, but then we'd write it right then. Yeah. We would write songs and then go play them that night at a show. Wow. No way. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Why do you think we messed up all the time? We went over it three times. We figured it out. We got a show at 8 o'clock. You want to play it? I don't know. You want to play it? All right. When you're all on the same page and you get, I mean, because I I know like fucking with Mr. Rent and stuff like that, like Sean would be on the way home, like sitting in traffic and he would go home and put some shit down with like using the keyboard for drums and shit and just send it to us. Like, this is an idea I have. You know, when you're in that creative process, sure. You fucking, if we had, if we had practice <clears throat> that day, we would have read that song at practice. And the other cool thing that you guys did was, <clears throat> like you said, you would start at practice. What time did practice start for you guys? Probably five, six. Yeah. So by Oop. that, like twelve o'clock midnight yeah. hour or whatever, your brain's starting to do some crazy things where you get more creative. Mm. You're yeah. Out of your your sleep rhythm. Yeah, we'd come in, play a couple songs we already know, and then just fuck around. Yeah, dude. Or like most of, most of them were really written when Chris would show up, take him twenty minutes to set up his goddamn drums, and I'm just sitting there noodling on something, and then oh that sounds cool, let's keep going. Cool. Yeah. And so while he's set up, he's like starts playing a, a riff yeah. to his, and the next thing you know, it's yeah. Like, we didn't have a practice space; we had to bring everything and tear it down every time. Yeah. So we had a lot of time waiting on drummers. So what? I, so oh, I remember. Go ahead. We had another member. I'm sorry. Yeah. We were at eight. <laughs> so there's eight. Sammy North played drums for our last two shows. So that's eight. Because Chris, Chris couldn't affiliate himself with a band that cussed anymore. And Shame on you, man. He found us a drummer to, to finish the last two shows we had. He was there. He could have just played. Said prosthetic. <laughs> he was listening to the curse Said words. the prosthetic penis drummer. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, we know this. You guys cuss. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Exactly. But Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, what? Uh, so I can remember you guys probably two thousand six. Yeah, late two thousand six. We were playing a lot in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. We didn't yeah. break up till I think two thousand eleven. Well, let's talk like to Micah about like coming up too, like what we typically do. Right? Oh, y'all want to start at the beginning? I yeah. have no musical background, That's what you're saying. Like, no you family. And, no. Get, but like, where are you from? You Baker. From here? Great Baker, Louisiana. Right North, North Baton Rouge. North so, Baton Rouge. So, yeah, you are a Baton Rouge kid then. Yeah. I mean, I don't count B- Baker as Baton Rouge. Did you go to Baker High? Sure did. But you didn't play in band? Sure didn't. It's insane to me. Why? Because, like, most people, did you play guitar at all in high school? No. Yeah, yeah. I started playing okay. in high, 13, 14, but I was already playing at the dark room when I started. So that was your intro to music? Yes. Dang. I always I had insane. a guitar. I love guitar. I like guitar solos. But I couldn't play it. Mm. What made you get into the like going to the dark room or whatever? My buddy Phil needed somebody to play guitar. That was it. But you listened to music coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. What'd you listen to? Uh, a lot of classic rock. My dad was listening to the Eagles. I really liked the Eagles. Getting the lead out. Yeah. First into the like pop punk thing I really got into was Alkaline Trio, Screeching Weasel, The Queers. I don't know. A lot of older stuff. I didn't like nothing my brother was listening to. He was listening to Master P and Blank and Corn. I didn't like none of them at the time. That's, that's, a, an older that's a mix. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's two years older. He tried to be a drummer once, too. That didn't work out. It's just the late 90s 
playlist right there. Master P, Corn. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I'm talking about like ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah, always was in the music, just wasn't playing it. And then you found your way in through the stark room situation. And yeah, yeah, me lying. Yeah. And going, oh, shit. I got to learn how to do something. <laughs> so I learned an A minor, an E minor, and a C, and we started playing. Yeah, and you were saying before we started recording that you were doing some weird fill-ins, right? You oh, said, yeah, so how the dark room worked, the first yeah. show we did, we opened for the casualties. <laughs> which crazy. which the greatest part was this girl had liberty spikes. I swear to God, I was six foot wide. She had to go wash her hair to get in the door because she wouldn't fit. <laughs> no shit. They were, they were six foot wide. She couldn't get in the door. So she went and washed just the side, left the top spiked <laughs> so she can get inside. We opened up for Goat Whore because Chance would call us. He's like, hey, a band dropped out. Can y'all be here in 20 minutes? We get there in 20, 30 minutes and go right on stage and start playing. Opened up for a day to remember, which I didn't know who they were. Still don't know who they are, you know. I like that one song that everybody likes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I've seen them live four times and only knew that I was seeing them live once. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, them. Yeah, I went. I think I went to Boner Springs, Kansas. See Weezer and Blink and somebody else, and they were there. Didn't realize they were there. That's the name of the town. It's Bonner, but they, it's okay. spelled Boner. Right on. Yeah, there's only one in. I'm just saying, Boner Springs, Kansas. So you've seen them four times. Yeah, didn't even try to. Good for you, man. They were giving their, they were walking around the parking lot, giving their CD out for free at that show. Um, yeah, Goat yeah, Horde, Casualties. Yeah, yourself. Sorry about that. Hey, bro, got ants attacking me yeah, over bro. here. Get over here. Yeah, let everybody know the circumstances you're in. Jeez. We ask you over here, and you get attacked. It's part by of the ants. interrogation. Yeah. I bring free beer, and y'all throw ants at me. God damn. <laughs> but yeah, dark room was a lot of fun. I met a lot of bands there. I was confused about this dark room situation. So that's the one that was off of Florida Boulevard. Yes, it that. wasn't a furnace that was across the river. Same owner. Okay, so that was the furnace then. Yeah, that but then they had the a dark 49. room, and they had the dark room as the dark room in another spot before he moved to Florida Boulevard. Right, and that it was sure it was. Yeah, and, and it wasn't behind four two nine off of Lobdell, that club, the four two nine bar. I don't think that might have that might have been. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. I think that was the furnace. Okay, that was before my time. Because I played there before. That was probably yeah. <laughs> It was now, still chance. It was, dark room. it was still chance. He owned it. Okay, so it was just so, chance. Okay. Well, he owned it, but his girlfriend's mom funded it. Um <laughs> Jessica. Um, which she got us to play in Hot Topic two times. That was a weird experience. Don't Played do that. In, in, Hot in, Topic. The, in Cortana Mall and I couldn't cuss. So I every <laughs> cuss word was turned to cupcake. And that's what I said for every cuss word. <laughs> Except for the three times I let shit slip. That was Chris's favorite <laughs> show, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he loved that. Yeah. Jesus, bro! The things we have done, <laughs> dude. Were you were you, were you outside with us? Room right were here. you outside with us when we were playing Howling Wolf and we were playing Taxi Tag? I think you were out there with us. We were all drunk, fucked up after that battle of the bands. That I think you kind of to going with y'all because y'all didn't want to be the only Baton sure. Rouge band. Sure, that sounds like something I would do. And uh, I think we played Taxi Tag the whole night, and one girl almost got killed. Ugh. She hit it too hard. She hit it with her whole body. She she, she didn't she didn't tag the thing. Oh my god! She's playing taxi smash. Yeah, me and my wife. Back and, when Greg's memory was foggy. I think we were all a little foggy. 
I'm just a little sharper than most when it comes to bullshit. <laughs> so, so uh, the dark room was like this all ages place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All ages. It's all against me there. But some. So did I. They, and the Soviets. They got a lot of big bands to come through there. They had a lot of interesting characters. Yep. Yep. Do you still keep up with Chance? No, I haven't talked to Chance in 20 years, man. Same. I haven't talked around here. I have no clue. No clue Nobody whatsoever. Knows. I just remember, like he said, like, yeah, the dude's parents, like, front him the money to open this all-ages venue or whatever. Yeah, they couldn't, from what I heard, they couldn't pay their bills, so they closed up shop, even though they had all them bands coming through there. And he never paid a local. Well, no, he paid no, us. he never paid us. So, it really didn't make sense for anybody, like, even, like, No Fuego and, Sa- and Safe and Easy Action, anybody, like, once you got established in this town, like, there was no reason for you to play there anymore. No. No. Not unless you were friends with Chance. Just well, for some reason, like Common that. Curtis and yep. uh, oh, wow. College Meets Jefferson, and all, they would still play there all the time, even though they weren't getting paid. That was the weirdest thing in the world. Like, why? Maybe just a cool idea to open up for somebody that you well, they thought they thought the Maybe. the kids spent more money on merch. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. But I, I don't think we ever came out ahead playing the darkroom. The only time Safe and Easy played there – we wrote a song just making fun of them. There's a video of it. I think I had half pink hair, and I spiked it up to look all stupid and shit. Borrowed the most metal guitar amp I could from Guitar Center. What was the song? B-H-A-E is the name of it. B-H-A-E. I, I have no clue what that meant anymore. It means bae. Yeah, but that's, this, hey, bae. this is 2006. I don't think it meant that then. <laughs> but, yeah, it was like some screamo song, and everybody loved it. Course, it was one of the ones we wrote that day. Yeah, and everybody loved it. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my current band members still want to play it. Do it? No, we only play one safe and easy song. I expect to hear it September or August, August 11th. You know which one we're playing, the only one everybody liked. Damn, that's the one we're playing. Bring it back. No, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. We got a short set. So, let's let's kind of when how long you been married, man, or are you married? Uh, my whole life. Yeah, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, me and Mindy have been together uh, a long fucking time. Every, every show we've been together I'm longer yeah. than we've been apart. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Since 11th grade, I think. Damn. I can tell you a weird fucked up story, but I'm not going to do that on the podcast and throw everybody's dirty laundry out there. Okay. But yeah. Can you replace names with other names? Like no, you, no. Use Cupcake. Yeah. I no, was no, to, I, I was about to bring that back, too. <laughs> no. But, I mean, yeah. Been together forever. Been married. What? I can't re- do the math right now. Eight years. Congrats, man. Yeah. That's awesome. But been together, like, 17. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Been, been a long time. That's cool, man. And you got the kiddos. Yeah, yeah. Life's good. Yeah, we waited for her to get out of school before we got married and did all that. Everybody's, want p- everybody's employed. So, you were like, are you like most people were like, do you have a, a really good job and the band is like your hobby or do you have like a shit job so you can make the band your thing? My wife has a really good job. Good for her, man. She's a lawyer at the state, at the clerk's office. Um, me, I, I've had really good jobs. I mean, I've making hella money working construction for 10 years. Yeah, you're always hustler, man. Yeah, I got out of that. Right now, I'm kind of working at a fab shop that does everything. Make good money, but it ain't nothing serious. So you... Like, you like playing music. Yeah, but the main reason I work there is I can leave when I want to watch the kids. So Good. I stay with them at least two days a week. So. Nice. Cool. And they nice. pay me 40 hours anyway, so cool, it works out. 
So Safe and Easy Action was a band that ended in 2011, you said? Yeah, I think it was around there. It was the last show. So when did you kick off with Sometimes I Swear? A long time ago, 2015. We didn't start playing shows till I think, 19. So what was the hiatus? Would you do anything or you just kind of uh, I kept – I, well, I wrote a whole new album for Safe and Easy Action thinking I was going to get that back together and up and running. Threw most of that in the trash. I've just been writing songs. I think on my – in Reaper, I might have like 480 songs or something written. Like full songs and probably like a thousand little bits and pieces. So, so you're like Rivers Como. Every, stored up. every week I write something. At least one thing. And sometimes it'd be like, oh, I write a riff and it sounds cool. And then I keep playing and I change it a little bit. So now I write two songs. So how do you record all that? Or how do you save those ideas? Computer, okay. Reaper, going in, little audio interface. That's how I recorded all our shit. Little bit shitty personas, studio, whatever. I don't even know where it came from. <laughs> In the Reaper with some fake amps and everything. Cool. Damn. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I kind of want to get recorded. And then- yeah. 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 If you listen to the demo, it's it's just me mostly. Dick did most of his guitar parts. I don't know if Trey did most of his bass parts. Because they were like demos that I sent out to him. Was, hey, these are the songs, this kind of thing. And they it just, just added their shit to it. Yeah, and we weren't going to release it, but we needed some music, so. So that's what's up, right? Like, right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was kind of hinting at. It's like, I've heard, like, you've, like, on social media, whatever, you've posted, like, these little snippets, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's, well, we're playing a lot of those new songs, but we we lost our drummer a year ago. He quit. And we got a new drummer. Couldn't get him up to speed. He could only practice, like, once a month. And when we practice, it was, you know, he's busy. He's in like six bands. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin came back, and so now we're back up and running. Okay. So. Cool. Any other projects other than Safe and Easy Action? I mean, other than Sometimes I Swear. Yeah, I might be in a cover band starting that's <clears throat> going to turn into some original stuff soon with my buddy Brandon. We just narrowed it down the other day. My old bass player, Brandon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, he wants to start off doing that. I'm going to work him out of that in the original shit again. Yeah. Because me and him write pretty good together. Yeah. So do you think it's <clears throat> do you think it's weird that we've, like, we're in this small, we're in pretty much a big small town, right? Yeah. So do you think it's odd that you can, like, reach out and find a musician pretty quick? Or do you think you can reach I out? I don't think you can. Okay. I mean, yes, yes. Hard. All right, you can get a musician, any musician for any instrument here today. But are they going to come back tomorrow? You don't know that. I mean, you know how drummers are. Right. Fuck. You know how drummers are. You know how drummers are. <laughs> I know you know. I definitely know. And everybody that wants to play bass in your band shows up with a guitar and a guitar amp because they want to play guitar yeah. in your band. They don't want to play bass. They just found their way in. Not it. Well, you're one of the few. Because when, when... But yeah, I get it. Before the, we got Trey... That was the post. Before we got Trey, we were a three-piece with two guitars. So we just started getting bass players. You don't know how many guys showed up with their 5150 and their seven-string, eight-string guitar. And <laughs> well, why don't you play bass for this one so I can learn it on guitar? And I'm like, uh, just just no. go ahead and leave. Clever. Just go ahead and leave. Clever. Yeah. I give them an A for clever. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't mind being the bass player. I prefer it. But I haven't done it in so long. And that's usually because I write most of the shit on guitar and then nobody wants to play my guitar parts. Your personal guitars. What are you playing on now? Uh, I'm still playing. 
on my 2005 Epiphone Les Paul that I've been playing on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, except it's painted hunter green and there's no volume knobs. There is a arcade button to mute the sound. That's it. That's it. Everything on. But I do have a Gibson double cut. I play on a couple of tellies, a custom-built telly. I'm probably going to bring that one to the show because it says fuck on it everywhere. Might as well. Yeah. Sounds like shit, though. A couple of Fender Tornados. Is that how they're going? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got a couple of them. I wish I would have bought the orange one. I can't find one. You're like a collector, man. Oh, I've got like 17. You got a problem. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just like you said, oh, I got this bay for sale. And I was like, uh, let I'll me come get it. it. I'll buy it right now. <laughs> Give it here. I felt so bad for selling that to you, man. Why? Because you weren't supposed to be the one. It was supposed to be some kid who wanted to just upgrade his stuff, man. Well, I Which would. guitar you sold? It was like a, what are they called? A Mexican jazz bass? Yeah. Yeah. But what's the blue? Uh, I forget the blue, what it's called. I don't remember. Pacific Blue. Yeah. I don't remember this guitar, though. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it is what it is. Actually, actually had it in here for just a whatever. Yeah. It was my last bass with No Fuego. I just remember the Music Man. And And that was, that's the bass. Yeah. What you playing on now? Lakeland. So I have a Lakeland that I play with Corker and a Music Man I play with the other thing I do. The other thing. The other thing. The, the to other be thing. announced soon thing. The other thing. I, I mean, I already know, bro. I was invited, man. I can't be talking about yeah. that. That ain't even my thing. I was invited to, yeah. to play and, on and that. And there's someone okay. in the band, if you start talking shit, you'll be. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it ain't going to be me. You can't fuck with that shit. I will tell you this. I'm in another band with Sean. <laughs> I, I already know, bro. It's all, it's all good. All right. It's all good. So, what else, bro? What, what, what about y'all's? So, what no, about no, no, y'all's no, new? No, 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 come on. No, no. So y'all don't want to talk the, about that. The, say, let's talk about August 11th. The set that you I guys talk are about playing. The show, man. Yeah, the set that you guys are playing. You guys have more than what you have out on the internet to listen to, or do you, are, like, is your set basically this is what you can hear on the internet, or are you guys playing? No, nah, I mean you. You probably can get 75 percent of it on the internet. Um, there's probably four new ones. Where does one go to um, get your stuff? Good luck. Good luck, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty much Bandcamp. No, SoundCloud, I think it's on. Used to be on Spotify. I don't think it's there no more. When we broke up, nobody paid for anything no more. Our website got taken down. I don't know how to get it back. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody sold the domain. I don't know why you would want a domain. Sometimes I swear that WTF, but they did. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you can find it on our Facebook. It'll bring it to you. Okay. So YouTube, to, YouTube. We, got, Facebook we got some of the worst music videos in the world. If you want to watch them, I've seen a few. Oh, I, was gonna ask, I was going to ask you how you felt about those. Like, so, how do you feel about when people shoot you live at a show? Like you don't even know, right? People just video and you. Oh, I don't. I don't care. I know. I know. I'm terrible. I don't care. It doesn't well, bother are you me. Terrible. Yeah, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> no, I'm pretty bad. I'm, I, I wouldn't go that far. In the like 21 years I've been playing, it's kind of pathetic where I'm at. You don't view it as like. I always view it as like, man, it doesn't sound like what's in my head. It's not bad. It's just it doesn't sound like. Oh no! I mean, have you heard me sing? I'll I never, have. I'll never get over that. Why? I don't know. I can make it work, <laughs> but it's not what I want. Your voice isn't bad. I've never went out to be a singer. You just were forced into the position every time. Yeah. Nobody else wanted. I don't to. want to do it. So. Yeah. Hey, your backups are great, man. 
Oh yeah, no, I'll, I will do it. I, but I, but I fully, yeah, but you but can I, hit every note you try. Dude, but I, no, let me try. That's not, we got some Greg's a fucking man, bro. I, I know he is. We got don't, some don't let that man talk shit. We have some outtakes. But here's <laughs> yeah. the deal, man. It's like if you're gonna do it, be confident in it. This is what I what I experienced from everybody. Like Ross sings, Sean sings, you sing. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna do it, oh, when it, I'm bro. on stage, it's a different it, person. Dude. When I'm off stage, I hate everything I do. Isn't that weird? Why are yeah. we like that? I don't know. When I'm on stage, I'm all right with it. Yeah. I always go, it could have been worse. Yeah. You see that video and you're like, eh. Yeah, it could have been worse. Yeah. Which is probably why people like. What's no. the worst fail you've ever had at a show? <laughs> it happened oh, God. a couple weeks ago. I had a pretty bad one just recently. Did you? I yeah. I was, I was, uh, my G string was tuned to F the whole time. So every time I was trying That's to. That's not that bad. I oh, mean, dude, it's pretty fucking oh, embarrassing wait. for a first show. I'm not trying to call it my boy, but like he stomped on the box on the tuner and was like, "I don't understand." Yeah, you know the the lights in the middle. Fuck it, and like whack, whacked out, and then he'd stomp. On I the don't tuner. know what's going on. <laughs> just like your panic mode. Yeah, hits, right? yeah. And he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> so then we had to like, you know, you're you're look at the tuner, hit the string, and it's just like, oh, it's an F. He's like, well, does it need to be? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't need to be. Yeah, I definitely didn't mention it to anybody on stage. I fixed the problem. We moved ahead. We. Yeah. We rocked yeah, the just, fucking house, yeah. and then as soon as we got off stage, I was like, Sean, you know what was happening? He's like, what's going on? I said, yeah. uh, yeah. Well, at least my biggest <laughs> mistake got covered up. So we got uh, John LeBlanc from Axe's Evil, and what I think he's in Glacial Coffin now. There we go. To come. to come, We, we had it all set up. It was nice. He got a wireless system. He's in the back. We're going to play an instrumental song. He's going to come in playing a solo and just go to fucking town. Everything on my rig breaks. So it's just him and a bass player, and I'm in the back trying to fix shit the whole time. Noise, popping, crackling, making all – yeah, it was great. It was great. I mean, it's nothing you can do. It was probably my fault, though. Probably hooked up something wrong. I don't remember what the problem was, but it was me. But John John recovered it for us, so. Sweet. What was your fuck up, Greg? Oh, I cut out completely. When was this? I missed a part. This is at Homa. Oh, shit. I missed a part and just completely like, ugh. So anyway, and then like <laughs> came back in the next part I could remember real quick. And just yeah, nerves. That happens. Just yeah. nerves got to me. I don't know why. Do they get worse as you get older? I feel like they get worse the longer you've been away from. Yeah, them. right. So that's what I was gonna say. So how long has it been since you played a show? That was Greg? it. And that's what I was telling them. It's just like it's been since 2012 since I played live. It's been like eight months since I played. We'll see how it goes. This show is gonna be eight months. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be great. Yeah. 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 The first song. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. Oh yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah. We're you guys be are great. You guys are headlining too, man. I, I don't know how that happened. I'm fucking down with it. People make a flyer. I got a print. I know. I can fucking see it. I know. Oh, somebody Mason, did that. That's right. Yeah. Somebody did that. There's two shows in a row. We got a headline now. So how long is your set for August 11th uh, at the Brickyard? It, well. South. <laughs> Downtown Baton Rouge With T. Mason Well It depends how much time w- it de- Free cover <laughs> Free cover It depends on What time we start We've got so a, a variable set If we're opening And we start at eight, I'm going to tell you right we'll now done we're gonna, by nine. Yeah we're going to take 30 stage, minutes Done by nine Well I can play 20 songs And be done in an hour But <laughs> We yes. We We know We know uh, Probably about 45 songs We've tried out live so we can make it as long or as short as what we do. We just throw in stupid covers if we need more time. Yeah, we got a pretty terrible cover. Not the same old. 
It's not Britney. Okay. Don't no. spoil it here, sir. Why not? This is going to go it's, out It's been at other... This is promotion. This is what he's trying to do. It's been at other shows. Yeah, let us know. Come hear this punk rock cover of Fill in the Blank. Uh, well, it starts off as Wagon Wheel, and then it goes into Damn It, and then there's some No Scrubs in there, and nice. then it goes back to Damn It and Wagon Wheel. You did a montage. Yes. Sweet. So we did... The last show we did was an acoustic show. Just me and the bass player did uh, Raid Fest or some shit like that. We were at a coffee house. The whole set was just medleys. It's great. If Trey ever leaves you, you call me. I will call you right now. You want me to call you right now? No, I want you. I'll tell Trey that he no. can. Pl- Trey he, couldn't even make a he, damn podcast. What are you talking about? I'll just be the singer. No. He wants to play guitar. You can play bass. I'll sing. <laughs> we'll be the worst six piece in the world. Oh my god, we don't need that much. <laughs> there is a song <laughs> I don't get to stage. play guitar on. I'm gonna try being a front man for one song. Good, that a boy. Should I wear spandex? <laughs> Maybe so. I think this is my outfit, honestly. What's the, what's the wrestling thing called? Oh, singlet? unitard? Unitard, a singlet. Oh, my God. I will wear a unitard. <laughs> so, we like to give stuff away at shows. Your poor wife. You ever learn about that? Mm-mm. Tell us about what you give away at your shows, man. So, the first varsity show we played gave away free pizza. Are you giving stuff away at the August 11th I'm trying to South fi- downtown yes. Baton Rouge show? Yes, He's 100%. <laughs> I'm trying to find something to give away. We gave away pizza. We gave away Taco Bell. Chris's drumsticks. Yeah, we got. We gave away condoms with our band sticker on it. There's a lot of random shit. I'm trying to find a a, a big bag of dicks, so I can give those away. Yeah. You got any ideas? Where to buy a bag yeah. of them? Yeah. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, there. I'm Amazon, not. Yeah. I'm not trying to give away two hundred dollars worth. Do you know anybody crochets? You can get some crocheted. I found some slinky penises. There you go. They're keychains, too. They got to sell the, like, the little erasers that they throw at Mardi Gras, right? You know what I'm talking about? Like, you ever been to Spanish Town, Baton Rouge? They throw out. I'll, I'll try to find some, di- some dicks. cheap dicks for you. Well, I mean, it could be food again. I mean, it doesn't matter. We just like to get you You know what? Away. People that usually go watch bands love alcohol, so if you give away free shots, I'm sure you'd have plenty of people. We'll be yeah. giving away free uh, Yeah, well, we CDs, used to sell so. the beer. You buy a sticker and you get a free beer. That's cool. That's the only way to get around it. $5 beer? A yeah. $5 sticker? Yeah. Small. It works. Yeah. Made our money back to first show. That's why I just give them away now. Yeah, so we didn't even talk about that. So sometimes I swear it has their own beer out, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Carrie Thibodeau. Oh, shit. Yeah, I need to go get that thing. Carrie Thibodeau, who uh, runs Cold Comfort Brewing in Mississippi, he made it for us. That's all he does go is make beer it. for bands. Where is where is the brewery in Mississippi? What part of Mississippi? It's at his house. Like, but like, Gulfport. Yeah, Gulf yeah. Uh, I've never actually been there, but Carrie Thibodeau, he's in a couple of metal bands. Crazy singer. Okay. But, yeah, he makes beer. He hey. has a big metal and beer fest every year. Let's and, go uh, It'd be nice. It's like at a pavilion where he's just standing on concrete and everybody's out in the field, and he provides all the beer there. Dang. As so it, for, like, three months, he gets ready for that every year. So you have two. Yeah, we got two. What's uh, the two? What are the two called? Uh, one of them's called Louisiana fucking gin mixer. That's what it says on the bottle. It's got slow gin in it. It's a brown ale. The other one is uh, a Satsuma wheat beer. They both sound good, man. Yeah, but Ross I also went to go grab them. Yeah, and drink them. I forget what that one's called. Two Satsumas wheat. So the one with slow gin in it. What's the what's the alcohol? It's, uh, it's only high. about seven or eight. Oh really? Yeah, it's not too high. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were gonna hit me with like fourteen. I'm like, dang. No, that meat I'm making is about fifteen and a half. Yeah. That bitch is gonna be good. I think will, I'm a fortify. Will it be ready by August 11th? Probably not. To bring to the Brickyard South. I'll bring it. I mean, South. sure you can drink it, but will it taste good by then? I doubt it. How do you do yours? Plastic bucket with the little? No, glass carboy. Oh, you just Airlock fancy. 
Well, we used to make wine a couple of years ago, me and my mother-in-law. So I just took all the equipment. What kind of wine were you making? We made a, the best one was cranberry pineapple. Really? Shit was good. Really? It was, it was like sweet and tart, smooth. We've done apple. We've done peach. Done a bunch of different ones. Really? Mm-hmm. No muscadine. They did one without me, yeah. yeah. That's usually the Louisiana fave. Oh, it's oh. happening. Oh, shit. What's happening? They they may be a little, I don't know. Just tell me what you think. Be honest. You want to start with the wheat one? Look, he's going to pour. It's I'm not, pouring them in fancy glasses for everybody. It's not my favorite. What is this one? That's, that's one. Beer. This is one that uh, Dick invented. And Terry, I mean, uh, Carrie made happen. And, oh, wait, wait, no. That's the same one. Yeah, I'm a poor little Oh, my bad. We fancy. Yeah. But th- it says what it is on here. Yeah, 7%. He toned it down a little bit. This is the other podcast avenue I frequent. Yeah, well, you could just read what it was on a bottle. Brown ale with lime honey mixed with slow gin. That's pretty cool, man. It's got his logo on it. And look, you sent him a picture, and he just puts it on the cap. I haven't met a lot of bands that had their own beer. Uh, Well, he does, I think, like 30 different bands right now. Here. 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 Take that one. Here. Here now. This is the wheat? It's a wheat beer. He's got a lot of urns in it for sure. Yeah, that's a wheat beer. It's a little wheat. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's good. That one's not my favorite, but not some people. Huh? I'm not a wheat. But beer. you're not a wheat beer guy. You don't like you, this? You don't. Oh no, the beer, I don't huh? hate it, but oh, I'm not dude. a. I'm a brown ale kind of guy. Yeah, brown yeah. ales? Is that a hunting place? Yeah, right. That's where you get your guns. Is brown that right? Ales. I mean, I will give a ten out of ten on label. How punk rock it is for sure. I, I made those. Yeah, it's a pretty punk rock label for damn sure. They come up with the name. Well, we got a song called Two Tacos Deep." Okay. We were kind of making fun of Six Pack Deep. Uh, <laughs> so they <laughs> they named they named that beer Two Sassumas Wheat. So Nice. <laughs> Man, you talk to yeah. those guys? Uh, last one I talked to was Drake. Who? Don't worry about it. All right. You know who I'm talking about. Guitar? No. He was like roadie wannabe. Six Pack Deep had a... They had a guy. Named Drake? Was he just like the dancer guy, like... Boston's pretty much yeah towards the end of them he wasn't he wasn't there the whole time I don't know if the the listeners would even know this fact is you guys played with them a lot you guys were on a you guys were label mates with them well I mean if you're in Baton Rouge you're gonna play a show with them if you don't know six pack I'm thinking of the other fucking knuckleheads on unable records I'm sorry the bastards no bastards okay yeah so six pack deep yeah Baton Rouge but I've heard of them right yeah yeah you probably play with them I've heard of a lot of bands I haven't played. Are with. they ska? Would you say six pack? They, I think they, they, they wanted to be. They yeah, said power, powerhouse something was the name of their. It was uh, a ska band. Yeah. That's what it was. But like, so there was like regimes of six pack, and I knew the first yeah. and second. I guess I didn't know the third. Yeah, there was probably six iterations of it. Yeah, you know, six pack deep. I mean, um, Dusty was there. Was yeah, all, yeah, like I the old crew is the I one I knew. Right, but I didn't, see, I didn't meet any of them. Like Rusty Bart. Dusty, Dusty, Bart, Brian. That's the first. No, probably Jeff. not. Dougie That's Fresh, before my Jeff. time. That's before my time, Those man. Jeffs. Six Jeffs. Fury. <laughs> Blind Fury. Nick Fury. What? Yeah, what's this oh. cat's name again, dude? This is actually pretty uh, solid. Carrie Thibodeau, Cold Comfort Brewing. And he said you can. You can go call him up. If yeah, he, well, we're going to hey. do a corker beer then. 
Well, I feel like we make our beer. So but but so so he does natural carbonation, so he's just got a little yeast left in a bottle. Mm-hmm. So if you like it home brewed like that, he sent me videos. He was grating limes. He was doing it, you know, hundred percent the right way. Great. Oh so yeah, I, I didn't mean it that it's you, bad. You were like, he's a saying. I said I'm preference. not a wheat beer. This so half the band made one and half the band made the other. It's real sparkly, man. <laughs> this one is my brain job. It's like you opened up the wrong one. No, 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 no. I mean, if you don't, that, this, I told him I want a beer that tastes like Newcastle with lime, honey, and gin in it. Did you see this? Yeah. Look at it's like a champagne almost. Well, yeah. Just, he probably put a little sugar in him as he bottled it, just Old so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see how mine's a little hazier because I got the bottom of the bottle. You got that dregs. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nope. Still tastes good. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, so, Gary Thibodeau is a fucking master. All right. So, what's it going to take for you guys to come out with the record? Yeah, I, guess, mo- I guess money out of my pocket. Why does it have to be like that? Yeah, it won't cost any it's money always, if you want to come over every here. Every band I've ever been in has been like that. All right. What's your drummer's name? <laughs> Kevin Abshire. Kevin, okay. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Abshire. I had, I had to do it very fancy. He, he's got a whole studio at his house. It just ain't shit. set up yet. Where does he live? Narco. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Where I, where, where I was trying to set y'all up to do a little, you know, practice. Well, I in mean, between Baton Rouge and New Orleans. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So take they, take got, a little plus exit and then hang a left and mm-hmm. cross the spillway and what hang to, a right. What used to be the plus? Literally the road before the plant. Right. Right. So, but it's, is that still there? Yeah, he's got to get cleared out because uh, a guy moved in for a little bit. But yeah. So when you offered that, and then the hurricane hit, and pretty much yeah, he just moved back into his house. Right. Like he was. Damn. His insurance company went broke, and he got nothing. He had to sue him to get anything he got out of him. Ugh. But you see his house. He painted every wall black and gray. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got an LED light up there. She light up the whole house, and there's just a spotlight to the ground. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. I said, well, I, his cabinets are black. All the trim's black. All the ceilings are black. When you go outside. It can't rain all the time. <laughs> when you go outside. You're blinded. <laughs> Don't do not stay in the house for more Put than on ten your minutes. Helmet. Yeah. Later. Uh oh, ghost is trying to so get us. It's crazy because like we dilly dallied on the no fuego yeah. practice in there. Yeah. And and so then, did you hear what happened though? No, I didn't. All right. So Remy, Remy had a house. He has his house in St. Bernard. Yeah. And he was just like, well, if you guys are down for the few times we're going, I already know what happened. You ain't even got to. As soon as you said St. Bernard. As soon as you said St. Bernard, I already know. Because I think I saw him post something about it. It was weird. I'm still friends with him. Yeah, yeah, Good. It He's attacked everything but Greg's fucking unit, too, so that's pretty good. Only yeah. because I went and got it two days before the tornado. <laughs> Out of just the blue. I said, Shannon, what are you doing this weekend, my wife? She's like, I don't know. I was like, I kind of want to go I've down. i met your wife before. Yeah. I want to <laughs> go down and Remy, see Remy and grab my amp and stuff. And you haven't seen their house. Come see. So she's like, yeah. So went and hung out with Remy and Jill and the kiddos and grabbed my amp and went home and boom that's insane Crazy. insane so the pa we used to use in this room is oh yeah my somewhere in St. oh it, it probably left the parish oh yeah yeah probably in biloxi i mean we're okay nope are you you need a pa yeah mm-hmm. i'll hook you up how is that you need a pa you got a pa hookup oh yeah i got hookups you got a sweet water card no I do need one though. I prefer them over Guitar Center it's nowadays. Dangerous, man. Is it? Let me tell you, it's hey, dangerous. I just buy all the like demo model shit. Like yeah. all, all the pedals I buy, yeah, they're like half price. Sure, 
<laughs> like and they I give said. you give you a free two year warranty for buying a demo. Your wife's cursing my Damn. name right now. She's like that mother. <laughs> Egging Is she? On no, my wife loves me. I guess. <laughs> I guess. We did a TikTok the other day. We're having a podcast with her next Saturday. Talk about you. Hey, <laughs> she she wanted to come, and I was like, you can, but I don't know. You know, it's just she makes the money. I do everything else. I hear that. It's a good so combination. Other, so other than sometimes I swear, what else? You got you started to talk about a little something, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, I got something in the works. It's just just started talking. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm down for whatever. Well, hey man, I'm just I'm asking because <laughs> I've known I know a lot of musicians right now that are kind of like, Hey, do you know anybody doing anything or hey do you have anything going on? Hey, just blah, send blah, them my way. Yeah. I might. A little guys couple guys on the cusp. Yeah. I mean, y'all know what I can do. I can't do much, but I can do it. So a while ago I posted on social media that there's always this thing about Drummers wanting to not play drums anymore, right? I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I saw it. But it's it's true. It's a hundred percent true. So, would you say was it to the effect of why do good drummers? That's the thing. Quit playing drums. Yeah, yeah, I read it. Okay. Don't act like I didn't. Well, I don't know how much of my stuff gets out there, man. It go, it goes to me every time you post. I don't. I think that's because uh, I bought Lovers. something from you through Facebook. So yeah. every time you post something, it's like, hey. <laughs> Greg said something. He's about to sell Man, something I else. Man, I ripped you off on that base. <laughs> you didn't uh, rip me off, bro. I don't even know. You can't buy used Mexican for that much. Can you not? No. So I did you right? Yeah. Right, about $200 under what you should have done. Good. Good, good. Well, I was happy. Hey, man, I'm not... I'm all about the children, but Micah swept in, <laughs> swept in hey. and took them kids. I was like, I was like, I think he posted. It was like 45 minutes ago. I'm like, shit, somebody he might got already on got. It quick, dude. I was at work. Like, I was like, I'll meet you right now. <laughs> Yep, uh, I never had a jazz bass. So, but I always, I always think about like when I was in high school or whatever, middle school, and you're playing on that PVT ninety yeah, like, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and like it's like, man, all I want is a Fender jazz bass. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like, well, I give I give away more gear than I sell. Depends on who it is. No, nope. No, I sold an amp to a guy and gave him six pedals. Just like here, Jesus. I don't play them. I go to, like I used to go to Guitar Center and sell something. Like we'll give you twenty bucks for this. Yeah. I'm like just take it home with you. Yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about it. Right. Like yeah, did I lose money? Fuck yeah, but one du- one dude gave me a deal three times in a row because I gave him a twenty dollar pedal. So sweet, yeah. it works out. I'm about to sell the old Ampeg rig, the big the fridge. Have y'all thought about doing an all in one system? Because I'm really thinking about it, like that- Helix and in ears and that's. I had mentioned that when we first started kind of getting yeah. together. One all, case, roll it all in, bring your guitar. Dunskis. I got it down to six grand. Six grand. That is for everything. And that is with a backup amp in case you have to go through cabs. Six grand. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that ain't no, I, hey, I mean, it's hey, not bad for a whole hey, band. That so. ain't bad for two no, guitars and I bass. It. I get it. And in ears and oh, all that. What sound like? That's the thing, man. Yeah. Uh, go listen to a band called Them Guys Play Live because that's all they use is a Helix. I've heard them. Diversity. That's all they use is a Helix. Six hundred dollars a pop. That is their amp. Hmm. Why did I see them at the Varsity? Fuck if I know, buddy. They I played. Pl- I played with them a couple times, but they 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 were getting somewhere. Sometimes I swear that played with them. Yeah. At the maybe, Varsity. Maybe you ain't go check that out. I doubt it because I remember if Greg was there. I like to give him hugs. Mm. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. He does. He is uh, hug. Why was it there? Anyway. I don't know. Anyway. Well, cool. I'll check it out. 
So what y'all, you what's y'all's favorite song from this this thing in my hand that y'all so don't want to talk I about? Sometimes a new record coming out soon well, once, once they get recorded. Do you want me to send you about 45 songs that are considered for the record? Sure. You could just I would love I to I will hear. let y'all two pick them. Cool. How many do you want to be on a record? Uh, 12, maybe 11. I would love to hear your 45 The songs. record's going to be called After the Fifth I'm Out because that's what the drummer said right before he quit, but now he's back in the band. After the fifth I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he told us. Oh, we talked earlier about Babylon Sports Bar. You ever been there? Oh, yeah. New Orleans? Yeah, uh, Metairie. Yeah. It's right around the corner from Twist the Lime. Okay. It's about the size of this building. Tell me your story. <laughs> well, that's that's where he quit at. Oh, that was it? Th- it was the last time. <laughs> but the bar is this size, and the bar is right there. You can play guitar, order a drink, and grab it. Why you're playing. It's that small, and it's the funnest fucking place I've ever played. Really? Yeah. All right. The sound guy is drunk the whole time. <laughs> don't, don't, if you need to hear something, have it pointed at you, because you're not going to hear it. I need some more me in the monitor. Nope. What? Like, I'm over there lighting cigarettes and handing it to the bartender in between songs so I can start playing again. Is she pregnant? No. <laughs> No. I would have just added to the story a little yeah, bit. Yeah, huh? right. She could have been pregnant. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's a lit cigarette. I didn't, I didn't pay attention. You step in dog shit on your way to the stage. <laughs> we played with this guy. I wish I could remember his name. He was like death core, but it was just him and a laptop and him playing guitar. You know David Watson, Duck? That sounds familiar. Um, played in a bunch. He was a guitar center guy. Played in a bunch of bands. We're playing with his band that's now broke up. Um, this side faces the sky. Yeah, that was their name. Sentence bands, man. I know, I know. My band names are terrible. The new band name came from a girl. She just said it on Facebook, and I wrote it down. (laughs) She was complaining about medical care or something. Sometimes I swear. Yeah, that's what she did. Because, look, the names we were coming up with were terrible. I think one was like the Reckless Fall. I'm like, bro, I don't like that. I don't. Serious. Yeah. Sometimes I swear it fits me a little bit more. I mean, it goes with the others, right? Yeah, our group chat, I think, is called Most of the Time I Utter Profanity. I think that's I think that's our group chat right now. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a sentence, right? Yes, every band's been a sentence, but they've all had their purpose. You know no what I'm saying? Punk, no punk, punk bands take themselves seriously, yeah, yeah. ever. Uh, yeah, we were going to be Would you consider my band, right? <laughs> would you consider my band punk? Rock. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to put you it don't at. don't fi- figure that you're a punk band? Well, I've got the vocals for a punk band. That's about it. I haven't heard all forty-five tracks. Yet. Yeah, I mean, I I've, I've heard. Oh, like there's some classic rock songs, ones so. in there too. You know. Yeah, because like, there's a lot of Zach Wild wannabes in there. I wouldn't say like your music is probably. I don't even know if you would say it's rock, but I would think it's rock for sure. But then like you guys get on stage, and then that's when I say, nope, they're a punk rock band. Yeah, just how we talk. Yep, how you perform, how you do all the stuff. Yeah, you know when I mess up because I'm just laughing. (laughs) I don't think there's been a show in my life where I haven't fucked something completely up. (laughs) Maybe that's it, right? You don't take yourself too seriously. So then I say, well, that's a punk band. Yeah. Like, we're called the Dunkin' Oreos. I'm like, oh, sweet. This is a punk band because they don't give a shit about their name. Yeah. I kind of give a shit, though. But I don't want it to. No, I don't. I give a shit. Do you? Do you? Do you? Who came up with this band name right here on the table? Not it. Yeah, that was me. But they wanted to be the Gary Buseys. What's wrong with that? Uh, there it is. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing. And I'm like, no. That instantly tells you Look everything you need to know. Look at the sticker. Do you uh, see the outline? Yeah, that, that is definitely Bruh, Gary Buseys. It, right it tells you everything you need to know oh, right off the bat. Utah, give me two. <laughs> Fucking right. I I'm watched like, that the no. other day. 
I mean, that was my attitude the whole way. No fucking way. Yeah. I get it. I get both sides of it. I don't know how we bent to Ross, but we did. Yeah, y'all bent to me. <laughs> you, like, y'all were talking about streaming. What streaming services y'all use? I don't use it. So I looked you up on YouTube again. No, right on. Just YouTube it. You know, I'm the kind of guy that goes by a Go phone just because I'm going to break it in six months. Uh-huh. And I don't put any apps on it. I'm like I'm like a 58 year old man who thinks Google is the devil. Uh-huh. So you have a burner phone every day of the week, <laughs> and you want to buy a six thousand dollar like yeah. Box. yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> nice. He's got what do you say twenty seven guitars? Yeah, or yeah, something? yeah. Oh, I blow money, man. <laughs> but uh, but just not on a phone. Not on a phone. I'm gonna break it. What's the what's, hold up? Hold up. Sure. What's the point of me buying a phone and I? Get out the car, drop it, and kick it halfway across. And it yeah, you're kind of rough on stuff. Yeah. yeah, it breaks. Have you seen my guitars? I've seen the Epiphone. I know for sure. I mean, I know well, that you dropped an SG at some point. Yeah, and I used to throw that. my Strat every show. Somehow it hasn't broken. And all the paint's missing. It looks like I can actually play on it. Like all the paint's <laughs> missing. It was black. But now? It's black. All right. Prylon <laughs> Touch? No, no, no. There's, there's, there's rub marks where your your forearm goes, and a lot of pick scratches all over it that are now wood colored. Yeah. I know everything about most modern pop punk bands. Do you? Yeah. I, well, I, okay. Who is like one of your? Friends? I'm a liar. I'll put that out front. Um, but I don't think I've lied today. So, I mean, I told you a story you said about you me like lying. Porker's record. Makes oh, me, hey, makes me lie number hey. one right there. It makes me sketched out, bro. To the good news or whatever. To I, the I, good news. I like that. I put it. I put it on repeat like three times on the way over here. As long as a banger. I was gonna turn it around on y'all. I don't know whose cup is who. This is me, babe. Bay. B H A E. So, what was one of your favorite pop punks growing up? Like your gravitational. What's the one that really got you there? Was it Green Day? Because that's the no. One everybody know. says Green Day yeah. or fucking Blink. I'm it, pretty sure it was Dan Andriano. Of Alkaline nice. Trio, Alkaline. Yeah. like Tuesday that band he was playing in, or yeah. like Alkaline Trio. Yeah, I, I like it all. Right on. And then my buddy Phil got me into the Queers and Screeching Weasel, and oh, the Wheeze. And then I got to open up for the Queers, and it was fucking amazing. You so, liked it? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't like. Funny story. Chris Moore books the show. We get to New Orleans, and they say you're not on this show. It's fucking insane. I said, what are you talking about? Well, the bass player put us on the show, but Joe Queer wanted nothing to do with adding another band. So we sit in there, and then he decides, yeah, y'all can open up, but you can't bring your own stuff. Playing on their stuff? Yeah, four-piece band playing on three-piece band stuff. <laughs> so we had a guitar player sitting in the crowd, but it was fun as fuck. Wow. It was the funnest show, and then we almost got on their tour because the next night, one of the opening bands, I can't remember the name, the drummer OD'd, and Joe kicked him off the tour. Called us up and said, can y'all be in Jersey in a day and a half? <laughs> and I said, no, because y'all going to pull that same shit. We, did, we made it to New Orleans, and you said no. <laughs> so we could have probably been on the tour. I don't know. We almost did. Beca- be- what the f- I don't remember what it was. There was some bullshit going on. We almost did. That's insane. Oh, we almost did a mud wrestling tour. They went through Spanish Moon. They used our song on their fucking DVD, and we ain't getting nothing. <laughs> we ain't getting nothing we ain't at all. Shit. We were like, yeah, y'all can use it. Send over a contract. And then they just used it. 
It was great. But we did, Safe and Easy had a song get played in South Africa. Really? A lot. Apparently on the radio, somebody told us. At a soccer match? Or? I don't know. I doubt it. Nobody would listen to that shit. Rugby? I don't know if you'd get away with listening to our shit in some of them places. <laughs> so August 11th, at the Brickyard in Baton Rouge. And this show is, the act- finally we've done a show where it's going to come out before the actual right. event. Right, yeah. This is cool. So this is the first, huh? First yeah, time yeah we get to actually promote here. So Yeah, so That's it's cool. going to be you guys headlining and then Travis. My guy hasn't done a very good job of saying, like, hey, come check out my band. They're going to be awesome. He's just no, like, no, fuck no. up and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> but just, they're going to be awesome. I'll go, I'll go on a tangent, but, yeah, I'm not going to talk about how good the band is. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the show being just a really good time. I hope. Yeah. All the homies will be there. So yeah. it's, it's Corker, it's T-Mace and the Bricklayers. It's and then Sometimes, sometimes I Swear. Sometimes I Swear is it Free up. show. Come out there, Bricklayer. I mean, Brickyard has uh, uh, Bricklayers at the Brickyard. Yeah, yeah, they have uh, like a good selection of beer and shit like that. So come on out. Full stocked bar. I think they do food. I don't remember. I, I think I think I think they do. Because they were they were saying something about two two five, not mentioning them for their food, and they have pretty good bar food. I heard. Oh shit. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I, I just want to know about the stage situation. That's gonna be fun. Oh, Y'all man. gonna be fine, and so is T Mason. But it's a pretty tall stage. I don't know. Probably. Probably about the height of this table. Really? Oh, I think. I think. Well, I was looking for about half that size. But it's like it's like fucking twelve from, inches up. I think it's from like the end of the fucking foam across. It's a corner. It's a corner stage. So, do you feel like from two thousand six to now we're at twenty twenty three? Where where do you think the scene is? I mean, you came up like the same way I did. Same yeah, way I, did. I was later. I was later than you. So how do you? But feel the about scene it? was great yeah. when I started. Like, yeah. there was bars. There was people making money. There was it was everything was going on. People going to see original music, live original music. Oh yeah, I mean, I played to pack places. Yes. And I haven't since. So what do you think's up with that? People don't care. I mean, they, hey, too, people got too much shit going on nowadays. I mean, the venues are coming back. Yeah, I think so. I mean, two of them have popped up in the past year and a half, but we're going to see Basin uh, Music Hall. We got a show after the other show. I'm not going to promote that one here. That's in September. Yeah. Um, How, have you played there before? No. How but do you know that place? Just call them. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. You when you call them, when you call them, you get the owner's cell phone, and he's. De- we're going to try to start like this punk thing once every three months there once every three months yeah kind of, well the first one we're starting i think it's four or five bands and then kind that, of a deal greg like not just like a show just like right, a, right. It's, it's an event like an like event kind of what we we're talking about with the the punk rock flea market type thing. yeah yeah we're trying to do that i don't like that it's downtown but who's on the bill so it's us t mason gut zombie and subliminal landmines I think that's it for the first show, and if it goes well, we might do a 10-band thing where it's all day long. Eesh. You know, the, the dude at Mason, I mean, at Basin seems like he's interested. He wants business. Yeah. So, and you know where it's at? It's, on a, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. three buildings down from Laurel on 3rd Street. Yeah, I know where you're oh, at. Cool. I know exactly so, where you're at. And, and from the pictures, I haven't been in there. It looks, looks like cool. looks like a little mini house of blues. Like, they got an upstairs area and all that, the stage Kind of nice. I hear the Varsity's finally booking shows again. Yeah. I don't have a connection no more. I had one before we're, the pandemic. I think, too, so. I think I played the last show before they shut down, February 29th. Nice. Yeah. And then 
Sunday night. Yeah, well, it I was. Re- I recently went. I mean, uh, they had the red, rock, and blue yep. stuff. There. Yeah. And so it was, it was cool. It kind of brought back some memories or whatever being back in there. But I mean, it was packed. It was packed. A lot of charity. You know, a lot of oh, people yeah. there. So and they'd done the catering reunion show right. basically. Yeah. So, but I the the bad part was I don't think they staffed it right. So they had the back bar, the one that's all the way toward the back wall, yeah. open. And I think they had like three or four bartenders there, but the sidebars weren't open, so you were in line to get a beer for yeah. like forever, yeah. forever yeah, and ever I and ever. See that, especially with packed house like because you funneled them all yeah. to one spot, and, right. and everybody kind of hangs out there yeah. too. So it's like weeding your way through. Like, are you buying or are you just hanging? Yeah, yeah. We did a couple of shows. The girl Shannon that was doing the booking was cool, but I don't know who's doing it now. Do you think now. it's going to come back? Because we're, we're talking about that, like, as we come out of hibernation or whatever, and you it, guys are It depends on the the person booking. They make or break everything. Like, if they're willing to book. Well, people have to come. Yeah. That's oh, no, thing. no, that's no problem. You can get people in the door at but the bar scene. punk rocker friends drink beer. Like, yes. That's right. We, I understand. We talk about it all the time. I man. understand that people don't go out like they used to. But you can pack the varsity. The problem is, I don't even think you can get your foot in the door right now. Good, good for them, man. Like that means, but that only means like we can overflow into. I heard that Northgate's going to reopen eventually. I tried to buy it once. <laughs> buy the Northgate Tavern. Yes, wow. he had it for sale. Yeah, I saw it. But he wanted to lease it. He didn't want to sell it. Ah. He was trying to do the whole leasing thing. Yeah. And. Wanted way too much because he's got them two apartments upstairs and all that. Yeah. Um, I would love. I drop. I drop two hundred grand right now to fucking get that reopen. I mean, how many people are from our era? I'm, I'm including myself with mm-hmm. you guys. Sure, now, absolutely do. Would just go back just for the the fact of being at Northgate. Yeah. They may not stay. But they may come one time. Yeah, we might even put new ice in the urinals for you. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'd kill to have that. They place might back. put a toilet seat on the on the toilet. Yeah. Well, I hope the, all I would. the stickers the are still there. I would. I would get. On. I would get a black toilet and put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell what's on anything. <laughs> Just put a black toilet. <laughs> that low light, that twenty watt bulb. I went to. There's a a wine place. I don't know if it's still there. That was in Perkins Row, and they have nothing but black toilets. Oh, you, I know what you're talking about. You can't see about. piss. Yeah, you, can't you can't see nothing. nothing. And the bathroom's dark, and the toilet's even darker. Yep. You don't even know if there's water in there. I know you're, you're, about. you're making a bad thing there. You can't even figure out where to aim at then. That's right. Nah, fuck <laughs> it. They don't care. You don't see the splashes. You don't see yeah, nothing. When you two bottles of wine, yeah, man. It could be a turd right in front of you. You ain't going to see it. <laughs> you ain't seeing shit. The only thing you're going to see is toilet paper. That's it. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think, so we've been talking about that. Like, Ross and I talk about it more than, like, probably a lot of people, but trying to get that that back like how do you do that in bad why is that everybody from our air's favorite place northgate yeah because that's where it was happening dude because that's where we all hung out that's where it was happening I know. even if and, you didn't play and that's I, where you hung out. not that we did but we probably could have got a show there every week yeah the outdoor spot at northgate that's was not what you fucking, to do. no we went like once a month perfect and the support was real but fucking was right good. but that's the that was the thing right if you played a local show you wanted to play I, I, what, there was a there was a time for me that I actually wanted to play Northgate more than the Moon. I played my greatest show at Northgate. Northgate. It was five degrees. It, no, it was December fifth, and it was seven degrees outside. 
Yeah. You probably did a hella show. And it was packed. Yeah. You couldn't even stand in the walkway to go outside. That's what I love about it. The support there was real, man. Everybody freezing their ass off, and they're still there. Mm-hmm. It's a great place. It was so much fun. All right. Well, I enjoyed talking to Mike, and I want to wrap it up because I want to talk about a bunch of off mic. Yeah, shit. let's do the off mic shit. Uh, y'all sure y'all ain't got nothing on mic left? <laughs> I don't, like, I do covered- y'all want to hear about vasectomies? I didn't have one, though. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> fellas, uh, yeah, I think we're good, man. We covered the show. We covered your uproots and all that. Here, you should you should do the show one more time because I haven't said a fucking thing about it. The show, the show, the August, whole reason the I'm August here. 11th? Yeah, yeah, the August 11th at the Brickyard South. Yeah, that's the one. See me, I'd be like, you know, no. the one that used to be the fishbowl underneath the the bridge, oh, right next to Northgate. I mean, uh, from the 13th, 13th Gate. Gates, they get me. Yeah. I like the gate places. Yep, I'm good. Yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna promote before and like hey, we, look, we always do a little thing. Y'all saw how fast I ditched all my flyers when y'all put one out. Oh God! <laughs> look, Mike, I'm down with Micah coming back to be like be another host on this show. Man. That's what I'm talking about. Well, so I used to we the band did a podcast. We did four of them, and it was drunk on the porch because after practice we're drunk. Can we come? Yes. All right. Uh, and I had topics, stupid shit, and then Dick had the word of the week, which was funny as fuck. Because <laughs> Dick don't talk much. He's quiet. He's just a man with a mustache. Give us an example of how that went down. What you mean, how like, it went down? I, I can't do the voice. It's like sex. word of the week. Yeah, sexy Mexican voice, even though he's not Mexican. <laughs> He'd just give you some insight on something. Yeah, but we had it. we're about to start that back up, too, drunk on a porch. It's going to be good. Bring us. Bring us. I will. You're going to be crammed in a room smaller than this, though. That's fine. I'm fine with it. It's the dining room of my house. And your wife puts up with a lot of shit. Oh, I love my wife. She's the greatest. Put that in there so she knows I like her. Yeah, yeah I'll put that at the very front. <laughs> awesome. All right, Micah, thanks for coming, dude. Um, thanks for having me. Is there me. anything else that you need to promote or anything like that? You want to give out your Instagram or anything like that? I don't have one. You don't have no Instagram? Okay. No. I, the <laughs> only reason I have a Facebook is my buddy Matt made it for me in 2009. The same reason I had a MySpace. He made me one. I got a Twitter out there, but it's not me. Right. I'm an old man. I don't have anything. All right. So you can look for sometimes, I swear, on Facebook, Instagram, I think. You're yeah, yeah, we've got a Twitter. We've got everything. We've and even if, got a rumble, bro. And if, <laughs> <laughs> My drummer has got like 45 social medias for the band. So you'll find it. You'll f- you just type us up. You'll find us somewhere. Yeah. Or and if you lose that, you can hit up us uh, Hit us up at 10 Sheets or Ross or Greg. I really yeah. want to know where that name came from. And, we and I did see a promotion that you guys did talking about it. You were two, two weeks out or something. That was pretty fucking funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. saw that. The two-week did notice. Did you see that, Greg? Yeah. It yeah. was corny as fuck. I thought it was funny. This is, uh, has been around for a long time. We'll I know. Off, I know. All right. So, yeah. We out. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for coming, man. We'll see you all down there. See you August 11th. Like a fool. Oh